0: Welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast with your host, Nima Karazi. Nima is just a regular guy who had the gastric sleeve surgery, and this is his story. He is not a doctor. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have medical questions, ask your doctor. Now let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast. I'm your host, Nima Karazi and this is my journey. I wanted to check in today and have a little bit of a stage 4 update. So in the previous stage 3, I was doing purees, and I was trying everything I could to get these purees to taste even remotely like solid food. So I was adding all kinds of sauces to it, uh, making sure that none of the sauces had sugar. I had to look into getting sugar-free barbecue sauces, checking A1 steak sauce, getting uh, very low uh, sugar, ketchup, um, cholula, uh, chipotle sauce, and eventually I was able to kind of concoct with enough salt and enough hot sauce something that more resembled the taste of food that i had had before, but never the consistency until now. And at stage four, I have been eating so many foods that look like pictures you would take and then post on Instagram, for example. I've been able to eat salmon, which was incredible. We ordered from uh, some restaurant, and they delivered it, and it was flaky and perfect and grilled. And I had that with a side of mashed potatoes and some broccoli And it was life-changing because I hadn't had like a solid eat-with-a-fork dish in a very long time. Then my wife made some amazing salmon at home. And the salmon that we bought was so large that she made actually two different types of salmon. she made a brine salmon soak. Uh, that then you wash off and then add seasoning to. And then she made a teriyaki salmon. And they were both just immensely tasty and wonderful and amazing. I had clam chowder, which I haven't had clam chowder since probably, it's been probably a year. It was probably Seattle uh, at at Pike's Place uh, last year for Thanksgiving. I had clam chowder. And haven't had it since because I'm very picky about it. I don't like to just order it anywhere I go. And But I hadn't had it in so long and I couldn't have it under any of the other regulations. And I did not want to have a pureed version of it. So I just had regular, I just ordered clam chowder with the clam pieces in it. And I ate it with the potato and the clam and the everything. And it was amazing, magical, wonderful, tasty. I'm a huge fan of vegetables. I know (laughs) it doesn't look like it because I'm such a big person. Uh, Fat is the word that we're looking for. I'm a fat person, but I love vegetables. I love most vegetables. There's like one thing that I don't like, which is bell peppers. But outside of that, I like everything else. And being able to eat steamed carrots and squash and zucchini and broccoli, uh, broccolini, it's These are like my favorites. These are my go-tos. I I love a good steamed vegetable hodgepodge, if you will. I've also been able to have hot and sour soup with the bamboo and the tofu inside, whereas before I had to strain all that good stuff out. Or egg drop soup with the chicken and the egg uh, inside it as well, where before I had to strain all that stuff out and i will tell you something this is kind of an inside joke between me and my sister but there's three words that you must remember the sauce is your friend now i know that's five words uh it's it's a long story and i won't get into it so just deal with that as you will but anyway uh the the message rings true the sauce is absolutely your friend it is uh essential Um, Not only because when you're eating hot food, it goes down easier. And after you have to wait, you know, uh, between bites and how long you're chewing to get the consistency down to a level that is um, kind of okay enough for your stomach to process, not only do you get tired of eating, but you also get tired of chewing, like you get bored Of eating and chewing and you stop looking at the clock so then instead of eating every two minutes or three minutes it's seven minutes and ten minutes and so this meal that should have taken you half an hour is now taking you like an hour and a half and it's cold and it's dry and you know it's not as tasty as before so a little bit of sauce goes a long way I I definitely wouldn't douse it but I use that cholula chipotle sauce or an a1 steak sauce is amazing a little bit of ketchup works great you know all of those um i have a a sugar-free barbecue sauce and when you put that on the thing that you're eating it's amazing it's incredible and it really helps get it down it, it also helps with the flavor, obviously. Um, you can add cheese, but that also kind of uh, gets a little gross when it's like cold and wet cheese. Uh, no one's uh, no one's trying to buy that at the supermarket. So I don't do too much cheese. So anyway, so the sauces are are fantastic. I even uh take some veggies and I put them in a sugar-free pasta sauce. So you steam the veggies and then you pour some some warm pasta sauce on top of them and it's it's just amazing. The flavor of the pasta sauce and the the crunch that you have a little bit of those vegetables and and the warmth. The first couple uh bites are are just magical. And then after that it kind of loot it's like, you know, the, the it's the law of diminishing returns. You know, after the the third bite or the fourth bite and it's it's starting to get uh lukewarm at best, if not room temp or a little colder. Uh it's it's just not nearly as good. <laughs> um so the sauce helps. Reheating it a couple times also helps. Um, But also being into like cold food is kind of, that's probably the best thing. If you could just get into that, that'd probably be the best thing for you. But yeah, but so stage four has been uh, kind of eye-opening, really helpful, super exciting when it comes to different types of foods. Uh, My wife's made egg bakes or egg quiches uh, in little like muffin tins. And, you know, you kind of have those like the Starbucks sous vide eggs, you have something like that. That's very tasty and and efficient and protein based. Um, and of course, you can always go back to the basics. I'm still having you know at least one protein drink a day. I'm having uh, um, you know my yogurt with the 15 grams of protein uh, mixed with a sugar-free Jello. And, you know, that's helping me out. I'm drinking a ton of water. I'm trying to get as much water in as possible. So you're you're doing all these things on top of it, but you're able to eat like, again, I, I don't know how else to explain it, but like food that looks like food, food that you could take a picture of and send to someone and they wouldn't ask you, what is that? What, what is, what are you eating? What is that? It's, it's not, it's amazing. It's, you know, it's obviously it's, I'm having salmon and I'm having broccoli and 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 pasta sauce is amazing but i saved the best for last so the greatest thing that happened now in the puree stage uh you could have pureed bananas and and applesauce and my wife made a fantastic applesauce that was just brilliant and then she also took these bananas and mashed them up and put them in the freezer and then she gave me a couple spoonfuls in a little bowl and i had that as a dessert one night and that was amazing that was incredible i'm out of words. I don't know. These are adjectives. I, I, don't, I don't know enough adjectives to be able to describe the thing that I'm constantly describing. Amazing, incredible, magical, life-changing, eye-opening. You pick and choose. Consider it a Mad Libs game. Insert adjective here. But it was just wow. Let's stick with wow. It was wow. But uh, But, you know, again, you're you're four weeks in, you're five weeks in you haven't had anything that's significantly good and all of a sudden you get frozen mashed bananas that's that's naturally sweet and now it's like cold and sweet and it's and because you haven't had sweet it's the sweetest thing you've ever had. It was like she was a, a like an executive pastry chef at a uh, Wolfgang Puck restaurant. you know it was just uh, something that was like divine. How's that? How do you like that adjective? I will say, um, as good as that was, and at the time, that was the, the greatest dessert I've, I've had while uh, after surgery, right? But, but recently, um, I've been able to have fruit. And so I got these little fruit uh, cut up, pre-cut uh, fruit bowls uh, from the supermarket. And so one was like a hodgepodge of fruit. And then the other one was like just honeydew. And then there was the third one that was just cantaloupe. So, obviously, the cantaloupe one has cantaloupe in it, the honeydew one has honeydew, but the mix, the hodgepodge, if you will, is honeydew and cantaloupe and watermelon and pineapple and mango pieces. Now, they're not ripe. They're I mean, the pineapple and mango are absolutely not ripe, and they're basically flavorless. The watermelon is overripe, so it's a little smushy, and the cantaloupe is perfect, and the honeydew is good enough. But not having had fruit in six weeks, this is again, wow. It's tasty and the texture is crunchy and firm. And this is probably the the most solid food I've eaten um, because everything else is very soft, right? It's like flaky fish or mashed potatoes, steamed vegetables that are also not very crunchy. But these are kind of crunchy, and these have a lot of flavor to them, and these are sweeter than anything else I've had, and they're just great. Um, Oh, and there's some strawberries in there too, and those are great. So all of this is just, it's it's a wonderful lesson for me, mainly because the thing that I'm learning here is this is how I should have been eating my whole life. I should have had... Uh, a small breakfast, albeit now it's just a protein shake, but I should have had, like, um, an egg frittata or, um, you know, two hard-boiled eggs or, um, you know, a a quick scramble with vegetables in it. Just something light, protein-based that's going to kind of propel you through the day. And then for lunch, you have some steamed vegetables and maybe another protein on the side. And then for dinner... You have like a soup with protein in it, or you have a salad with like chicken or um, something like that uh, that that you can also eat, or shrimp, or you know whatever those kinds of things. And and then uh, and then you have dessert, and your dessert is fruit, and maybe you add a little cottage cheese to liven things up and give yourself even a little bit more protein, and. Calorically speaking, it's you're well under budget with that meal set up. And there's a lot of things that I'm learning here that show me not only how I should look at the future of what I'm doing, but how I should have been in my past. And I don't believe that you can move forward without looking and understanding where you came from because otherwise you're going to make those mistakes again. But I have to look at this and think to myself, this is what I'm doing now because I didn't do it for 20 years of my life and I should have. And instead, I just went to McDonald's and I went to Taco Bell and not to say that there's not healthier options at those places. They have salads and they have vegetarian options and they have non-terrible options. Sure, but it's full of salt and it's going to make you not feel great And you can make it yourself in a healthier fashion for sure. But I just got lazy and I got selfish and I got greedy. And seeing the weight loss that I've been able to enjoy and being able to walk and not having back pain, not having knee pain. My knee was clicking every time I stepped on a hard sidewalk. I would, my right knee would click every step, and I could hear it inside my ear because it was happening inside my body. It was going straight up, and every time my right foot, I didn't walk that fast, but it would just do that little ticky, annoying sound every step I took. Now, no longer. My back used to hurt after 5 to 10 minutes of walking. Now I walk 30 minutes, no back pain. I, I just di- I didn't have it in me. You know, even if I was sitting on a couch and my phone was literally two steps away, I'd say, you know what, I don't need my phone. And now I'm like, what, what can I do? Give me an excuse. Give me a reason to stand up. Give me a reason to go into the other room. I was sitting on my Lazy Boy, my recliner. I'm playing my video game. I look over and I realize my breakfast protein shake is sitting on my desk just out of reach. It's like literally it's like three feet away from me and I can't reach it. And I had this lazy thought recurrence. My old self before surgery, BS Nema, coming through and saying, you know what? We don't need that protein drink. We'll get it the next time we get up. And then I said, no. I'm going to get up and get it. So I got up, walked over, literally counted my steps. Two paces over, grabbed the drink, sat back down. And I told myself in my own head, see, that wasn't so hard. I have to get past that mental block of being lazy for lazy's sake. I have to walk. I have to burn calories. I have to get my movement ring on my Apple Watch going, my exercise ring going, my stand-up ring going. The last thing I need right now is after all this hard work and all this determination, all these positive changes in my life for the last six weeks, to now get a blood clot and die because of some stupid laziness from BS me. No thank you. So instead, I'm going to really try to do my best to be active and to be better i started challenging some people on my apple watch and i mean it helps that i won the first two challenges that that feels really good but i didn't have to walk today i usually take sundays off and i was like you know what i'm still going to go for a 30 minute walk and i did and it was great i had a blast i had a great time out there every time i go for a walk i feel great but every time just before my walk i'm dreading it ugh another walk ew the last thing i want to do right now is walk Yuck. But then every single time I'm out there, I'm enjoying myself. My dad always says I, he never craves an apple. But every time he eats an apple, he's very happy that he did so. That's me with walking. That's me with exercise. That's me with almost everything. I don't want to do it. But once I do it, I feel so much better. My credit score, my exercise, my food intake my sleep, my bank account, any of this stuff. You don't want to look into it. But the only way it's going to get better is if you do that and then you check yourself and then you make it better. I'm at the height right now. I'm 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 feeling so good. I've lost a decent amount of weight. I feel super energetic. I feel very healthy. I have so much support from my core, my friends and my family, my wife especially. These groups on Facebook that are so essential, these exercise apps that I'm downloading and, and connecting with other people, my core surgery group of uh, two or three people that have also had bariatric surgeries themselves who understand what I'm going through, I have support coming out of my ears. It's, it's amazing. It's incredible. It's wonderful. And there's still times that I, I don't want to do this. There's still times that I'm like, oh man, I should have waited until until February because then I could have had uh, chocolates for Valentine's and then done the surgery. Oh man, I should have waited for my birthday and then I could have had this other thing. Oh, I should have had pizza. I should have ordered this other thing, you know. Oh man, cannoli. Someone posted a picture of a cannoli the other day and I was like, cannoli, I miss cannoli. I didn't even think about it. I did a goodbye tour of all the food and I didn't think of cannoli. And now I, now I probably can't ever have a cannoli again. You know what, though? That's okay. That's okay. If I feel this good about fruit in stage four, imagine how good I'm going to feel about other desserts that I'm going to be able to find that are going to fit. And the only way to figure those things out is to stick with these Facebook groups, talk to the people that have been there before who are three years post-op, four years post-op, ten years post-op. They're like, oh, now I can eat this thing, but only that much. And then the other person will go, I'm the same level as you, but I can't eat that and I've never been able to. So it's all up in the air. Who knows? It's all up in the air. It's all just Willy nilly, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what works for you doesn't work for me. What works for me doesn't work for you. Or we both have things that work. We both have things that don't work. I'll figure it out. I'll make this make sense. And it's all by trial and and error. And that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But I have to wrap my head around the fact that I'm going to fail a lot. And I have to let that go a little bit and just be cool with it. You can't learn if you're nailing everything at 100% every single time. You haven't learned anything. You haven't pushed yourself at all. And I'm not saying, so fuck it, go have a cheesecake and see how your body reacts. There's this great gastric sleeve men's group. And I think I may have mentioned this before, but there was there's like no love lost in this group at all whatsoever. Like everything is just like sack up and do it. Which is one of the reasons why I love this group so much, because that's not my mentality at all. But I do love just watching other people be non-empathetic towards someone who's struggling in something and just telling them, like, stop crying and just get over it. I think that's very funny. You might disagree. You probably do. (laughs) I just think I think it's funny when someone's like, I'm having this issue and they're like, shut up and just do it, because that's how I talk to myself. It's like, my feet hurt. Shut up and keep walking. Yeah, you're right. I should just shut up and keep walking. There's no faster way of dealing with your issue than messing up royally and then never touching that again. That to me is brilliant. And that's exactly what I need sometimes. I need to just fail at something wholeheartedly and then learn my lesson and then, and then fix and correct and adjust and then move forward. That's it. It's that simple. Just make a couple mistakes and then learn from them. I do it at work all the time. I mean, it sounds terrible. I write ads and I, I, I'm a media buyer for a company that I will not name. Um, but I, I write ads for, this, for these uh, products. And sometimes the ads work great. And sometimes the ads spend $300 in an hour and then $2,000 in a day. And they take all of my ad spend revenue for that day, for that product, and they give me no conversions at all. And I come back the next day and I look at it and I go, oh my God, that was a terrible mistake. I wrote an ad that was shown too many times and this problem and that problem. Well, I learned. And then I go into my meeting. They're like, Mima, what happened? This overspent by so much money. And I go, yeah, so here's what happened. As long as you know what happened, you're fine. Oh my God, Nima, you overspent by $3,500. What happened? Well, we had two ads that ran and one spent two Gs and the other one spent $1,500 and we didn't get any conversions out of it. And the impression share went through the roof and the clicks went through the roof, but nobody converted. And so I paused those ads and I wrote new ads and I tried to figure it out and I dug deep into it. And what it is, is there was another product that came out that's similar that has the same keyword, blah, blah, blah. And they go, oh, okay, great. You handled it. And I go, I handled it. And they go, great. Thank you. Next product. Now, same meeting. They go, Nima, oh my God, you overspent $3,500. What did you do? And I go, I don't know. Well, how are you going to know not to do that again? I don't know. That was my mentality for 20 years. Nima, you're fat. Do you want to be fat? No. How are you going to stop being fat? I don't know. How did you get this fat? I don't know. How can you stop something you don't know how it happened? I don't know. But now, now I give a shit. Now I care. Now I know. And then I'm learning still. I'm learning still. This is how I should I should have had fruit for dessert. I should have had more soup. I should have had more salads. I should have had more soups and salads. That's the bottom line. I should have had more soups and salads and more fruit for dessert. Period. When my wife met me, and we started talking. Our first date, we went and had grilled cheese sandwiches with tomato soup. So I'm sure in her mind, she was like, this guy's a big soup guy. I get it. I'm into it. She loves soup. Any kind of, you name it, she'll eat it. Any kind of salad. You name it, she'll eat it. She loves it. All the veggies give her all the soups. She's into all the healthy stuff. She goes, what kind of soups do you like? I go, I like four types. I go, tomato bisque, lobster bisque, clam chowder, and... I don't even remember the fourth soup. Fuck it. Three. Three soups. Oh, uh, hot and sour soup. Four soups. That's it. And egg drop soup. Five soups. There. Tomato bisque, lobster bisque, hot and sour soup, egg drop soup, clam chowder. That's it. Nothing else. She's like, what about minestrone with all the veggies in it? No, thank you. What about uh, Italian wedding soup? No, thank you. What about uh, this soup? That soup? You know, Persian soup. Ostreshte no super joe no i don't want none of it i'm not into it what about salads No, caesar salad and that's it i don't even mess with anything else i don't want an iceberg lettuce uh what is that one called the the wedge salad not into it thank you the mediterranean salad not really no thank you greek salad greek salad caesar salad that's it you get two She's like, what about the, they put the salad in the garbanzo beans? It's not a garbanzo bean guy. They put olives. Not a big olive guy. Everything from me was no, 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 no. No, none of that. Don't give me none of that. Now I'm like, hey, babe, I saw the salad and this looks really good. And then I saw this soup and then you can add this thing to it. I'm having egg drop soup tonight and we got steamed veggies from the Chinese restaurant. And I'm going to uh reheat the veggies and reheat the soup separately and then I'm going to pour the veggies into the soup and have an egg drop vegetable soup with soy sauce. I cannot tell you how excited I am to have steamed vegetables and an egg drop soup with like two capfuls of soy sauce and a little bit of chinese chili sauce. This is not who I am. I would have ordered a pizza for tonight, I guarantee you. But instead, I'm eating this and listen, it's healthy ish the sodium is high although the the soy sauce is low sodium but the sodium is high and there's egg yolk in the soup but i'm into it i like it it's a little bit unhealthy healthy i'm down with that i could i can mess with that i'm cool with that how else can i say it i'm up for that i'm down for that (laughs) My wife always teases me because I say things like, yeah, from Jump Street. I've been on, I like this show from Jump Street. And she's like, you're so weird the way you talk. Yes. Yes, I'm weird. But I am down for this dinner tonight. And I get fruit for dessert. Oh my God. Get out of my way. I got to stop recording. I got to go have dinner. And here's the thing. Here's the beauty of eating. So- back all the way back to soft foods. The whole reason we're here. Stage four update. The whole thing is about soft foods. Here's the best part of it. Up until stage four, for me, everything has been, I'll eat 20 to 30 minutes later, I'm hungry again because everything is liquid or puree. And now I'm having salmon and mashed potatoes and vegetables and I eat and I'm not hungry until the next morning. Everything I have at nighttime satiates me until the morning. Immediately, immediately, no more hunger brilliant fantastic couldn't be happier about it so this is my journey this is what happened this is how i felt this is what i saw these are the foods i ate these are the the things that i did i can't wait to give you a stage 5 update i have a few more a few more episodes left to uh, to drop here so i'm i'm very excited about it but stage 5 update is going to be great. There's not a there's not a a big difference between 4 and 5. There's maybe a couple different things. Like I think you can have like the fruit with the skin on it in stage 5. <laughs> or you can have a baked potato without the skin in stage 5. Whereas you can only have mashed potatoes in stage 4. I don't know exactly how that works out. But stage 5 is going to be great. Stage 6 is going to be a game changer. We'll get into that later. I don't want to uh, skip ahead too far. So... Stay tuned for that stuff. I hope you all have a great time. I hope you listened. I hope this helped. And if it didn't, well, then you can always listen to another episode. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast. If you liked what you heard, subscribe. Give us a five-star review and share it with a friend. Please follow us on all social media at My Gastric Sleeve Podcast, or let us know what you think at MyGastricSleevePodcast.com.